That's nice. well, that's those are my best features. <laughs> What's up, my brother? Brandiana's going to get another drink. Apparently. I'm good. You're going to get to sit in. Doing wonderful. Where's Mr. You're going to get to sit in deep on this podcast. Oh, yeah. You no, that's what. Pod. You handle it. You handle it. Oh, Lord. All right. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 124 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please, please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, as quick as Tackleberry with a gun, most awesome. Fuck yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm bringing the heat. Boom. Shoot first, ask questions later. That's me. Uh, so we really do this. We have uh, we were guest uh, banger email here. Bang Matt again. Been on a couple times. Uh, just gonna. I think we're gonna take this from top to bottom with. What do you think? What are you up to, Bang? How's it going, bro? Gentlemen, it is an honor to be part of something that changes people's lives on a on a on a weekly basis. <laughs> It is an honor to be here. I've got my Lawrence, Kansas-based Riptide uh, drink here. It's delicious. Oh, yeah. And I'm ready what to like it. What are you drinking, M.A.? You got anything? Oh, I'm going with the standard issue Oberon, right? That's a standard issue summer drink, right? No guess Riptide. here. You know, you know, I'm rocking the Brodello. That's right. Brodello. The hey, Dello. it's summer, man. It's just... Modelo is summertime drink. Uh, did you either you guys did you guys have an IPA run at all? I was obsessed and then I just I then I got over it. Like for four years I was obsessed and then like now I can imagine drinking one. Now it's just Mexican beers with lime in it. That is my that is my go-to. I have no problem with that. I went through an I I mean I still kind of am in that IPA phase. My brother-in-law is like a beer guru. Like he doesn't even I don't know if I've ever seen him drink water, to be totally honest with you. I think it's all he drinks is pale ales and IPAs. And he kind of got me hooked on it. So I have to have uh, the fridge stocked whenever he comes over with all sorts of uh, eccentric beers. And so I, I'm, in, I'm still into it, but I agree. thousand percent summertime, Vidalos. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I'm do, down do, with do it. Do you okay. have to have the lime or no? Uh, I don't have to have it. I mean, I'm not. I gotta have it. I'll, I'll like, I'll not, not drink. It. I'll send someone to the store. Just like, give me lime juice or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bing's not bougie like Brandon is. He's, yeah. he's gonna let yeah. it go. We don't have limes in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stuck. Up. Well, guys, I want to get right into this because we have a jam-packed episode 124 for those ear drums. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing Mahomes half billion dollar man. We're gonna do date night. That's right. We got banger on here. Gonna talk a little police academy oh yeah we're dipping in the 80s Let's see how that shakes out neapolitan showdown we're doing best donuts we will have banger does that and we're gonna do the brandon and gambling corner afc north over unders and then we'll finish as we always do with the mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world all right 
rip from the headlines. Mahomes, half billion dollar man. Why are we talking about this week, brother? Ooh, because Patty Mahomes secured that bag. He got paid <laughs> earlier on. 10-year, 47, or excuse me, $450 million uh, deal with uh, some accelerators and some other bonuses that could get him up to $503 million, securing him to, what is it, 2031 as a Kansas City Chief. That's insane. Uh, Bing, obviously, like, as a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan, uh, this is what you're waiting Living for, Living in right? KC, too. Let's, yeah. let's not forget that. Yep, yep. In the heart of it. Yes. This is what you're waiting Wait, uh, for. Yeah, you wanted this. Well, I mean, we were all we all knew it was going to happen. I don't know about ten years. I don't know about, but I don't know or anybody ever spoke to anybody here locally or in any way a fan. It's like not totally thrilled by the idea of him being here. You know, that's weird. My kids will like be like out of <laughs> college. Like, I mean, that's I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy to yeah. think about, but it's plausible in this day and the way the game is. They keep uh, they keep the golden boys safe, right? You know they let them play, and uh, I, I love it. I mean, what, how could you not love it? Most awesome. What's your thoughts on this? Like we're getting really close to you, so this is I think it's the highest guaranteed NFL contract. Is NFL contracts going closer to what we see the MLB with like guaranteed money? Right. Well, not in terms of Major League Baseball, no, because all of those contracts are 100% guaranteed. This is not 100% guaranteed um so there's so there's a signing bonus of like 10 million that he got and then there's like 63 million dollars and then there's an injury guarantee of 141 million dollars but it is not guaranteed that he is going to make all of that money because basically and, and and to bing's point that's the point right they're protecting the quarterbacks it's a better bet for the chiefs to make this long-term deal than any other position on the field, because we can actually, we can actually predict his longevity versus like a running back or a left tackle or, or any other position on, on the field. So um, the thing is, it's most interesting is the length of it and the way that the guarantee is set up. It's, it's all tied up into his roster bonus. So if he stays on the roster, that's when he gets a large portion of that, uh, you know, $450 million. He doesn't have a trade, con- uh, he has a no trade clause in his agreement. So he can decline any trade. They can't move from him. So their only option, the Chiefs is, is really to cut him, which something cataclysmic would have to happen yeah. for them to, for them to cut them. So it's, while it's not technically guaranteed, there's some outs and flexibility with the Chiefs. Um, it is probably the closest thing that we've seen to like a baseball contract where it's like, well, everything goes the way everyone's expecting. He's going to make $450 million. Well, let me ask you this. I just MA like just kind of on the macro is the NFL moving a little bit closer to that guaranteed money and getting closer to like kind of those baseball contracts. It, it feels like, cause it, like you remember, and you and I talked about it way back in the day before the podcast, Ugh, should have started sooner. But we were talking about like uh, Donovan McNabb, I think. You remember like the Vikings like gave him that extension that was just like forty-five millions for the next like whatever three years, and it was just all bullshit. We knew it was bullshit at the time. Is the right. NFL getting away from that? I don't think so because they still have the same archaic rules about having the money available to pay out the entirety of the contract liquid in like a in a cash account. So I'm not totally seeing them getting away from like this, you know. Um, 
you know, partially guaranteed amount and then, you know, having this higher end number. We're just not going to see that. What we're going to see is the crate, like things like what the Chiefs did, I think we'll see in like a very specific niche of quarterbacks getting this type of deal. Like the trickle down effect for Dak, for Deshaun Watson, for these guys, these young guys, is they're going to be looking for something very similar. A no trade clause is going to be a very big chip in their armor uh, or, or their, their, their reservoir, I should say, to like laud over that agreement to kind of hold them accountable, the team, to paying them their money because they got to get it somewhere somehow. Um, I think it's, I, I, I think it's going to, we're going to see a lot of like positional guarantees. We even had Adrian Peterson talk about the running backs, like disrespected oh. in general, in terms of their, in terms of their pay, there's going to be like a, you are this type of position. So we're going to pay you according in these parameters Yeah, quarterbacks. We're going to pay you in these types of parameters because you could play until you're 40 yeah, and you could be effective until you're 40. So Banger is you know, from a fan's, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, good. No, from go ahead, a, brother. No, please. From a fan, you know, I have to think from a fan's perspective, to be honest, at least, at least I like this when you see, all right, this is a, a young man who has performed and has right. done his job versus your Jamarcus Russell's, your Sam Bradford's at the time, the NFL has changed where they just gave these sons of guns just like, just give them. I mean, apparently he's, 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 whatever reason privileged to just get this money now i mean i guess i mean at least from at least you see well at least he earned it you know yeah. uh, you yeah. can't argue with it you know i mean I, I think i think you could like you could debate the earn i think it's a great investment are we looking more like binger like just like the chiefs make an investment and they're just like we want to take care of our guy like you're the most valuable guy in the league that's probably not debatable so it's just like we that, show you how much good. like respect you and like care like we want you to stay in kansas City. that's a good point I mean, Mahomes is probably the outlier when it comes to reason. I mean, there's there's no question. Exactly. Somebody like Dak, even a couple of years, somebody like Matt Ryan, it was like, are we supposed to, is this right? Should we be giving this, these people, you know, this much, these players, this much money? But, hey, man, the most, more, most important position in all of sports. It is, it is. Yeah. And it's also like, have, we haven't seen anything. It's like the Chiefs came out and they're just like, oh, okay, let's go ahead and like renegotiate you four years. Like, uh, most awesome. Like, what was Mahomes? Obviously, he had all the leverage, but 10 years is kind of big for the NFL. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen a, a, an agreement that long. I think like four years had been kind of the norm because they were guaranteeing a larger percentage of that four years. Um, so I think deals were or, or like guys were more apt to take the, the bigger guaranteed on it. This is an interesting one because it is stretched out over 10 years and they are forecasting like, look, if, you know, aside from injuries, you're going to be a Kansas city chief. We want you here. And they're going to go through yes, at, you know, at, at 24, you're the league MVP and you've led us to a super bowl. You know, I'm not expecting that to happen like every single year, uh, and that's why the 503 that's been batted about, I would put it probably a 0.1% chance of him actually getting all that money because like 25 million of that, that bumps it up to the five, the half billion dollar is tied up in him having to win the AFC championship game from 2022 to 2031 every single year and the MVP every single year. Which just isn't going to happen, unfortunately. So, yeah, MVP, yeah. Uh, for Bing, unfortunately for Bing. <laughs> uh, but but, it, but that's, well, we're talking but, we're but, talking about uh, ten on top of like after 
like the two years, right? So we're, we're looking at 12. Is that correct? Well, he's still under contract, right? So there's the renegotiation that he's still under contract because he's, they, they picked up, he's heading into his fourth year. They picked up his fifth year um, guarantee. So there, that's, I think, how that fuzzy math gets to 12. Sure. The deal was 10 years, $450 million with escalators. That's where you see like 47, 40, 477 million and then 503. It's well, are you saying like uh, the, um, so 503 is the, the max that he'll actually make if he did do all these things that he won't do. If he went on a 10 year run of winning NFL MVPs, <laughs> yes. <he'll, laughs> and winning and going to the Super Bowl for 10 straight years, then yes, he'll get 503. Uh, okay, so I want to get, I want to get in the, if it's going to be renegotiated, but I want to get Bing in here real fast and then we'll get you back. Uh, just MA2 on if this contract is going to be re- renegotiated like uh, five, six years down the road and what reason would happen that. But uh, what's your over under right now, Bing, on, on being satisfied with chips that Mahomes wins? All right, that's a, now that's a good. Question. I mean, maybe because I, I, you know, unfortunately, in my experience as a sports fan, uh, two of any champions is actually like a big deal. You know, even if somebody like, you know, we're all, I'm, you know, Bill Self only has one championship. I mean, a lot of my teams have only won. A lot of my big people that I grew up loving and wanting have, I mean, two would be pretty amazing too. I mean, but this kind of money, this kind of, really just his talent level, like that you keep hearing it all the time, just he's buying bar none the best like i think if he does two is wonderful but three is kind of that's my hope i I think he said something about trying to get i mean that's awesome trying to get brady that's great but brady wins that many because the organization is just top notch you know the coach is top notch i mean that's just the perfect perfect thing you know like your organization also right like andy Reid, like i like kansas city seems like a like it just it's it's not an accident right it's not like this like this things that's not working out that's trying to sign like a great quarterback to like make it work it just seems like there's just a real vibe between like Mahomes, like reed and the whole organization of what they want to do in kansas city and the pace of the game i mean i really feel like it's totally aligned with where the nfl is going they're almost setting trends right now as far as how to play the games you know like how to do it so i'm gonna go with a three to be honest i mean I said, I said uh, to be honest, two, I'd be thrilled. To be honest, if he just wins one, one more, I'm still just like, look, we know this guy's the greatest. It's just not easy to win. It's just not, you know, it's, it's, it's just it's, not. It's hard. I set the over under at three. Where did you have the over under in that? Oh, yeah. I was thinking that like three, three and a half. Because if oh, cause I would say that three and a half, right? Mm-hmm. No. Because four would just be what Bing's saying. Like that's next level. That yeah, puts that's you in a very rarefied air. And that puts you kind of in that, like, you know, you know, above Troy Aikman, above, you know, you know, right there with like Bradshaw and then like just gunning down for, uh, you know, passing Montana and those guys like just put you in the sights for Brady. And then it's like, then you get into that Brady model where it's like, all right, you know, if the organization, if the stability of the organization, which Bing touched on, you know, you've got Reed, just a enemy underneath there, right. As the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And you have Veach as a young guy, young GM. If those things can kind of carry on and pick up, we haven't seen franchises like pass the torch like that, right? Belichick yeah. is an, an anomaly in and of itself. But it'll be interesting to see if they continue to win if they handed the reins over to like a Josh McDaniels who, you know, basically passed on that Colts job for everyone was assuming that he was going to get be the next in line for the Patriots. So we'll see if they can sustain that. If they can survive that, then 
it would be an interesting thing to sit there and say like four would not be a total shock and you know every couple of years them being in the hunt yeah so let's talk about that right now like what do we see like what do we forecast in the afc that would be a problem right like there's no young quarterback that's actually like i know like cam newton the patriots like uh and we just respect the patriots as we should like right. uh with the afc east but it's like I, obviously we have um the baltimore ravens that are always going to be kind of but besides that like there's no like I'm not worried about the Browns. Like, I'm not worried about Roethlisberger's kind of, you know, he's out of his prime, I would guess, like on the, on the yeah, line. Yeah. So he's 38 just, years old. Yeah. So if you get that home field advantage, especially in Kansas City, especially in the winter, like you've got to be feeling like a pretty prime spot. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like, you know, Deshaun Watson and with the Houston Texans, I mean, there's a little like, we'll see if they can rebound from that. We'll see weird. how they, just, how they... It seems like mismanagement. Like you're going to ruin a guy's oh. career because of mismanagement. Well, and there's, there's, only, there's only one Bill Belichick and there's only one organization where they can share head coach and GM responsibilities. And we saw Bill O'Brien with the Texans bungle it to the start of the free agency period and trading away DeAndre Hopkins for a running back asset that's been, you know, on the bell curve of running backs potentially is on the way down. Um, and it's like, and you've, you've got a, a quarterback in Deshaun Watson who potentially is going to get killed, right? Your best yeah. asset is going to get killed if you don't get your offensive line place figured out. Uh, and then they trade for like Brandon cooks and all this other stuff. But the point of the matter is, is like, yes, they went in the, all in on that model and it's going to be like a, it's going to be, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end in the Patriots version of it. You need to have the separation between the two coach and GM, I think. Bing, is there anybody in the AFC that you're scared about? I mean, I, I honestly, no. I mean, I, I was the Ravens. I, and Lamar Jackson obviously a great player, but the Ravens are different because, first of all, they kind of have the Chiefs number. I didn't want to play them in the playoffs, to be totally honest with you. Is that they just, they hit you hard. It's just one of those teams that hits hard and they just play hard, you know? Um, and that, you know, muscle like that usually beats up on finesse teams and the chiefs are, are a finesse team. I mean, it's, I, I, I mean, we played fast this year, but for the most part, I see us as being a, a finesse team, speed team, you know? Yeah. Uh, but teams like that, they just come out and just hit you in the mouth. But you know what? I don't know. Uh, not not anything within the next few years that is stable to the point of like, all right, no, you can see any team's going to be as hardcore as the Chiefs just in the short term, just for the next, you know, probably two or three years, to be honest. After that, I mean, who knows after that? Well, yeah, and, and that's what's weird, right? And most awesome talk about this, but I think, you, like, even the Patriots did it. Like, uh, I mean, they're going back and forth with the Colts there for, like, six or seven years, but I think you establish yourself a little bit, and then you're the guy to beat, right? It's just, like, when Mahomes steps up in that, and let's see how he looks, but I, it, it seems like a dude that's ready to step in that role where it's just, like, you got to knock us off the pedestal, which is yeah. going to be a hard thing to do as soon as you establish yourself there. Yeah, I mean, the the – the mantle for the AFC is up for grabs now with Brady moving and, and it's primed and ready. I mean, he is the guy real fast banger hit me. Um, so you're watching that super bowl against the 49ers. Uh, did you think chiefs had it the entire time or were you kind of, or you, you were, you on the ropes? Uh, I, to be honest, I was more shocked. Uh, I, cause I felt like we were going to win and we were down. Um, and I was kind of, to be honest, trying to come with terms with losing. It was, it wasn't like, oh, oh it's over, we're, 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 you know. And I wouldn't say that I thought we were going to come back. It was just more like I was a little, I was kind of dumbfounded. I was like, I just can't believe we can't get 
anything going right now. And I mean, hey, 49ers defense was, it was working. I mean, what they were doing was working and plan was working. But I just, it was almost like I was in shock. And then, of course, uh, you know, the wasp play happened and, yeah, did you? I knew, I knew right then. Oh, I knew right. I, there wasn't a doubt in my mind after the wasp play. I was like, we're going to score. This would touch on. I know the offense is not going to stop. It's just, is the defense going to be do enough? Is it finally here to make plays when it's necessary to make plays? They did. Did you feel like a cursed cheese fan? Or were you just like, or did it feel different? Did it feel different? You're just like, there is. A- it's totally different. Great question. No, great question. Totally different. I did not, even if I was like, look, even if we lose this game, you knew, like, we're, they're going to come back. They're going to be right. I mean, the same thing happened the year before. We were just a couple plays away from beating uh, the Patriots, you know. Uh, and it was like, we're, we're going to be in the right, the exact same spot for the next couple of years. But with or without a Super Bowl, I still think that. Like, they're going to be right there um, with this lineup. With, with uh, ab- Absolutely, they're going to be right there. All right, so real but, fast, uh, um, how many Super Bowl rings does Mahomes retire with? Give it to me. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I said – I hate to be like with the two. I'm going to go with, I agree. I think three is good. I mean, the idea of going more than three is like, it's like almost like, I don't understand. How can it, how can it, how can something that I root for be so successful? Uh, so I'm going to go with three because uh, Andy Reid's also, I mean, Andy Reid's an old guy, you know, and he's got it. He's got what he needed. Um, Aaron Rodgers has kind of proved you can be amazing. You're co- I mean, you might, be kind of a weirdo. Your coach might, you might, you know, act funny with him. Whatever these things happen. Yeah, and if you like, to, if you like to chug scotch, you're definitely. I was gonna say four because in 2032 he's gonna come to the Lions. And oh God! <laughs> so that's a, you know what? I'd love that. I'm not even joking. I would absolutely love that. I'd fucking love it too, man. <laughs> Just sharing the wealth. Look at that. That's what we have him on. 2019 email of the year. All right, guys. Uh, day night. Please scout me. Take us to jam. Oh yeah, it's the map date night. The showdown is where they fight. Here they discuss if this movie sucks. Why? Because this pot fucks. I said this pot fucks. Oh yeah, this pot fucks. Alright. Date night. Police Academy. Alright. Bang. Email the year. You, uh, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but you did. You you sent in this police academy email that we couldn't solve because <laughs> I think we did name it was hum the tune and name as many characters as possible. Uh, we knew <laughs> and we couldn't hum it. So uh, what do you mean you can't hum it? You didn't remember it? No, I couldn't. I don't remember, know if dude. I've watched this movie at all. I mean, we did now oh for the pod, but it's just like, oh is is God. this like is this like an '80s movie for you that you always think of? Is this like a go-to? I, I don't know if I'd say it was a go-to, but uh, this is your Pat Mahomes. It, it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, Police Academy Two is probably the Pat Mahomes of. <laughs> right, I mean, right, two. Right. Uh, it's. It was on. I, I don't know if you guys remember. It was on. Like so all of a sudden, I, I can't remember. It was Netflix or whatever it was. There was like, you know, the Police Academy like marathon. Apparently, they bought the rights or whatever the for like. And it was like, why is like every single. Police Academy movie available to stream right now, and it's like, I, well, I guess there's a pandemic. I guess we need to watch something. But it's like, and every time I see it, I'd be just kind of whistling my head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it just made me think of it. I guess. So, check. Uh, does this movie hold up? Does it still make you laugh? 
I think I mean I I mean it's physical runch like humor. It's it's Caddyshack with yeah police officers. You know I mean it's like, like yeah. it's it's I I mean I think it holds up. I think it's still funny. You still get so I mean it's uh, some of the jokes are a little dated, but I mean hey man, good characters. I mean you like. Characters make the movie, dude. I mean, everybody knows so that. I, you know? I did, yeah, I did like I did like Police Academy for this. Like they established, like there weren't two characters that were kind of crossing over. They established like, and it was hard. They did it quickly, but just like seven different dudes we could check in on. Like we just had like with two guys that got yes. the like the buzz, and it's just like okay, so they work for the academy. We got like they're the, they're the dick yes. We we got like we got Hightower. We got. um like Tackleberry, yeah, yeah, homie, yeah. like all you got, you got hooks, the you know the little, uh, like soft winded, yeah. like like lady who wants to be, you know, you had you had every every demographic, every single of of uh, was there, was yeah. ready to be served. I still, you know? I still don't understand Kim Cattrall's like whatever her name Thompson, whatever her motivation was to be like I'm driving in a limo and then I'm coming back, like I, I didn't I didn't understand that, but I but I didn't need to. That's a, brilliance of 80s movies you don't you only need like 30 seconds you're like all right i get you you're the rich white girl yes coming yeah. down to the police academy yes. perfect okay so got let's, it. let's yes. jump in we'll jump into toughest plot pills to swallow <laughs> so, what is uh like <laughs> mahoney did he like he wants to get fired but he can't get fired but the the what the police academy is trying to do is wash all these people out i don't know i know they try to explain yes. it a little bit but i was Let's yeah. Let's uh, let's let's establish the whole yeah. stem to stern yeah. plot, right? And so the mayor comes down, and says we want we no longer want a certain profile, so just hire everyone, and then they hire a whole bunch of you know ramp scallions to be uh, police officers in the training, and it goes wildly awry, and then they finish up with a you know crazy city scene on fire at the end yeah. of it. So, um, oh, plot pill that is hard to swallow. Uh, oh, we'll go back to Mahoney too. I got one. I got oh, let's do it. One. And then basically, he falls in love. Mahoney falls in love with Thompson, yeah. right? The Kim Cattrall character. There's no. I mean, come on. Oof. In the '80s, like, oh my god, like she, yeah, wow. huge crush. Kim Cattrall, huge crush. Oh yeah. Uh, to go from like Wait, big, mannequin you to had, police you had, academy. You had that crush on Kim Cattrall in the '80s? Oh god, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about mannequin. Paul, good call out. And uh, yeah. uh, oh, oh, um, uh, the the ninja movies, the, the Big Trouble in Little China. You remember that movie? Oh my God, that's uh, right. And she yes, was in I that. do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and she God wasn't. Damn. She was just. She was an intelligent, beautiful young woman. That's what she was in all right. of her movies. You know, just she was smart. And, you know, I never saw Sex right. in the City. Smart, to be fun, uh, honest. So uh, you haven't seen a single. She's I, I, no, I've never seen one episode. Of Not a single episode. Not one. M.A., you've seen an episode of Sex and City. Hell yeah, I have. <laughs> not for Absolutely, any reason. Dude. I just, I'm, I'm totally a semi Yeah, no, not for any reason. I didn't. I just, I just yeah. didn't catch it. I just didn't catch it. Uh, okay, so there, there was one. Okay, so what's your biggest laugh out loud moment? Like, well, hold on. Let me do my plot pill. Yeah, do you plot oh, pill? Yeah. I want to do my um, – I thought it was strange throughout the whole movie that I guess a Motormouth Jones could have some type of speaker – that he used to like, it was like he could bring up the microphone apparently throughout this whole movie and he had some type of speaker yes. in his hat or whatever, <laughs> where it apparently always <laughs> was loud enough for everybody to be, oh no, 
oh, did you hear that machine gun or whatever? Or did you hear that 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 horse fart or whatever? It's like apparently, I was like, I don't know. I feel like somebody would have some point would have taken away. Well, how did he get? Like he also got he got in the academy because Mahoney liked him, and it was like, this is my doctor. <laughs> Yeah, because he was being arrested. He was being arrested at the jump, like from the beginning. It's like, wait a second. I guess they're just letting anyone in. Well, well that was the point. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tackleberry, like rolling up in the Jeep and like the guns and like just bringing his own guns into the like the fucking training yeah. facility. Like, this is wild. Yeah, this you're bringing, like, you're, you're pulling your Colt 45, and it's just like, I don't think, I think it's probably frowned upon. The police. Yeah, right. Oh, and the the just in the beginning, and we established Officer what was it Barbara, like mm-hmm. the heavyset mm-hmm. guy, and the photo booth thing. Why did oh, I had that? I had that. Yeah, like why is what? Where are they just hijacked? Like, is he? Is it? Are these bullies from high school? Like, what, <laughs> did oh, they yes. know? Like, yeah, they remembered him. Yeah, why do they know him? Why do they single out? By the way, shout out to like uh, parking lot photo drop off booths, right? <laughs> I, that's a bastion of the past. <laughs> I haven't seen that, that in forever. I didn't even. I thought, that was a thing. Yeah, you don't know this. Wait, you you don't remember that? Oh yeah. It you was. went into a parking lot and you dropped off your photos to get developed. You usually and correct me if I'm wrong, but being but like usually they were they were in like a mall, almost right? always be in the mall, in a mall yeah. uh, in the mall parking lot, and oh, absolutely, yeah, and uh, you'd go there, and I don't know, I wonder what, why did it like all of it like the the, the hot dog stand people were like we need to, we need to catch up here we need to catch up to technology we need a photo right. one hour photo booth stand instead of like a hot dog stand well i like wonder why it was that was the one industry that apparently was going to corner the parking lot business you know look they're already driving in their cars so like they can just drop off their film to us and then dr- come back into the mall come out and get it yeah it was it's a wild thing that they had so um so yeah, so it was always involved. But they loaded they purposely went there, tipped over the thing just for mayhem on like a on a flatbed truck, and then threw it, it over stole, the river yeah. over you the ki- bridge. You kidnapped a person. You stole yeah, right. you technically stole a building of some sort. Like that's property damage, right. and you just throw it in the river. Stole a building. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he comes out and he's like, I'm joining the police academy. <laughs> yep. You're screwed. It's like all right, dude, do you know these kids or what? These- I don't know, but if, if I threw somebody in a building over, like, into the river, that's the exact response I'd want to hear, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, did you hear that? Right. He wants to join the police academy. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so my my laugh out loud moment, because I was hanging, I was just like, all right, I get, it is comedy, like, I get him to look at the, I don't, like, if it makes me sophomore, so be it. Like that blowjob scene is hilarious. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. It is it's funny. So funny. It's so like hear the zipper. You hear the. I don't know what's funny about a man that looks in pain while he's getting a blowjob. And this guy always <laughs> the face is always in pain, but it's like trying to keep his poker face. And then I remember because I didn't see this movie maybe ever, but I was just like, please, like have Mahoney. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. It's a great line too. Good speech. <laughs> He's like, by the way, commandant. I actually remember thinking, like, what is that? What the hell is our commandant? Like, what is that like level? Like, commandant Eric Lestart. I almost, I think I remember when I was a kid, I thought his name was commandant, or I don't even know. I was like, oh, so commandant Eric Lestart. He's talking about the third picture, you know, uh, you know, and he's like, this. We're just gonna 
look at this third frame without any without any remarks. Like, he's like, he's like, like I'm just gonna stand here, and take take care of, take care of business. And Commandant Lassard was like the right. He was the best because you bought it because he was so like a weirdo and aloof yeah. and like totally disconnected in this whole process that it was a great like little payoff and you're right the, the him coming oh my out god i know i was begging for it was i was on my knees begging for it perfect. i was like please yeah. please <laughs> the like poke his head out please right. it'll make this burn and, and can i tell yeah. you something on a on a serious level definitely let's get of serious. course if you've seen that's what this, this podcast this is. is well if you've seen which i have police academy two and three and four and five believe it or not there's five believe it or, uh actually it's like seven I'm not kidding. All right. Have you seen? God damn. See, throughout that first movie, Commandant Eric Lassard is kind of a, he's a bit of a goof, but he's not necessarily like this dopey, you know, he's a bit of a, you know, for the most part, he's a straight arrow type of guy. That experience changed him. In, two, in the movies two through five, he's goofball. Well, guy, they, well that's what I know? want to ask you. Like, did they kind of go like naked gun level with these movies? Because this this wasn't quite Naked Gun, but I think Naked Gun was hitting around this time and like Hot yeah. Shots and everything, and I imagine they took it to like that level. Well, you know, I guess spoofy, you know, for the most part, but it's not spoofy. But it's just, it's to be honest, it's such an easy joke. Oh, I, I, you know, it's like okay, let's have some dopes running around with you know guns trying to uphold the law. You know, it's you know, it's 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 such an easy sell, and it's a be uh you know when it the jokes kind of work over and over and over. I mean, like you said, with Tackleberry, tack I mean, you're cracking up a lot. I mean, you could write a million different jokes very easy. Just a dude that just That's loves his gun and like, takes it all too seriously, you know? And yeah. Like, I want to watch this movie and it's not like I was ready to shit on it, but it's like, I do like the way that like the character archetypes and they did a lot really quickly, which was kind of impressive. Cause like I knew everybody was like, there's, you know, the handsome playboy trying to get out of the cabin. Like, there's the gun-toting. Like, we were talking about, like, there was, like, Idaho. There's the girl with a soft voice that just needs to be, like, more empowered. And it's just, like, all that going down at the same time. That's a good point. That's a really good point. You know, and, and uh, uh, each one of them has its own thing. Let me read, let me read you. Say, there, was even, there was even that one guy that was just, like, the happenstance, like, bad things always happen to me. Like, the Mr. Magoo guy or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. He was great. They set that up from the beginning, like with his wife. Yeah. I mean, it's just like that. Like they nailed that whole thing, like all the way through. He's the guy that ends up like causing the <laughs> yeah. riot by throwing the apple out of the car. Like it's a perfect <laughs> yeah, thing. You're totally right. And you know, I mean, technically, you probably could have had some goof spinoff. And nowadays, this movie comes out now, the producers are probably fighting, like, which character should we do a spinoff movie? Which spirit, like a, a television series? Like like, TV, yeah, like you can like easily have you can best. easily spin that off for a series like that'd be so easy you know, uh, uh. So I agree with that. Let me read you this though. I want to read you this because I was like, let me like I was like, let me start reading about this movie because we actually really start digging into this. And this I really like this because you're talking about like characters and writing for the movie. I don't know if you saw this, of course, IMDb trivia about how the movie got made, and I really liked it, and I want to read it to you if that's okay. Yeah, it says, course. all right, so the producer, Paul uh, Mislonsky, got the idea for this movie during the production of The Right Stuff. Uh, a group of police cadets arrived to help with the crowd 
to help control it, the crowd for the filming of a street scene. The producer Maslansky witnessed it and exasperated. It went to the superior officer or the, and saw him just screaming, chewing out these recruits, you know, and one of them being like this woman, just, just a, a very large, apparently like over 200 pound woman, a flabby man that was well over 50 years old. And they were both trying like hell to rationalize their incompetence. So the producer found it just hilarious. And he asked the sergeant, are these the, you know, are all these people going to be the future of San Francisco's finest? And the sergeant told him that they had a new equal opportunity hiring policy. And we have to take anyone who applies into the academy for training. We can flunk them out in two weeks if we want. And so, of course, the producer is thinking, well, what if they don't want to be flunked out? What if some guy or girl, what if they want to stay in? And he got that, and that was his question, and he wrote the script that night. And I was like, I, I love that. Oh, wow. You know, it's like, just yeah. saw something yeah. real, and it was like, this is funny. Like, this is, you know, it almost like it, it wrote itself, you know? Yeah, it's like this hilarious situation. What's the, um, that's good. Where are they now? Hit me with that. What's, what's Tackleberry doing? Um, Tackleberry, uh, can you get fragged by your own police crew? Like, I think, I think that's going to end up happening to him. Like, they're going to just be like, all right, man, we're just going to shoot you in the line of duty. He's a nutbag, dude. He's crazy. But, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely a lifer for sure. Uh, Mahoney. What's Mahoney doing? Mahoney gets like on the community outreach. Cause it, cause he's Mahoney's all the way through, like, I know he was, was he in Police Academy 5? Like, Gutenberg stick, stuck he, around, right? He was there for one and two and three. He was did he? not stick okay. around for the, for the rest. He did not yeah. stick around. Yeah, so, I mean, I think Mahoney goes into, like, more, like, community outreach. Like, he's the cop that goes to the school, like, an elementary school, to, like, talk to the kids and, like, you know, tell them about all that stuff. I like the, um, all right, so, uh, Lieutenant Harris. Does Lieutenant Harris stay around, stay around for, like, the five, five of them? Cause this guy, he did he work again? I don't remember from it. I remembered his face, but I don't remember seeing him. Yes. In well, he was in Mannequin. That's second, bringing it up again, Paul. He was the bad guy in oh. Mannequin. He was the like the mall. That's right. Security guy. He was you know one of those great '80s actors everybody grew up with. You knew exactly. Yes. There was about four or five actors that handled all the dickhead, yeah, uh, you know characters. You know, and he was one of them. And hey, man, he was good at it. You know. Oh, well, uh, all right, guys. Let, uh, let's do it right I, now. Oh, good. Hey, man. No, no. I, I was gonna say I love I love that this movie brought back the word dickhead to oh, me. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I love it. I love it so much because Mahoney. By the way, can we talk about Steve Gutenberg in this like real quick, just for Absolutely. two seconds? Yeah, let's talk about the goot. Is the goots is fucking the shit in this movie? How old is he? I like think... I was talking. I was talking to Aaron. Like he was watching it with me, but it was yeah. just like how he thought he was like twenty four. I thought he was like thirty one. Either way, he fucking looks great. Like he looked, he he was like pre Van Wilder. I really was watching this, and I was like, the thing that undoes him, he's got shitty hair. He's got terrible like oh, this poodle he, hair. He had, if he had better flow, he would have been a for sure bit much bigger movie star. But he's oh, like yeah. pre Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we'll he talk about good with the shirt off. Oh, let's talk about the Google fight. Yeah, so obviously that scene wasn't accidental. Like whoever no. Gutenberg's agent was, it was just like, give us one shirtless scene. You can do yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have, we have to have one. Give us one. Like, why did this guy not blow up? Like, how did his, how did his stock just kind of? So three minute and baby, we're talking like yes. peak, right? And it just kind of just like, why are we not seeing the goop? Like the goop could have been Tom Hanks in a different world, in a sliding doors world, 
like Gutenberg is Tom Hanks, and we're talking about why Tom Hanks didn't blow up. It's a good question. It's a good this question. Is I mean, fan, he was this always a fantastic I mean, question. I mean, most. I mean, he was. I mean, for the most part, he was a comedic guy. But you know, you figure if you can do comedy, you can always do comedy. You'd think. Right. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm sure him and Chevy Chase went up for a lot of roles against Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he probably yeah. got smoked by Chevy Chase. Like, yeah. He probably got crushed by Chevy. They, they're definitely like I, I can picture him looking like, dudes. Yeah, walking into like the audition for whatever, like Fletch, and being like, I ain't going to get this. Like just seeing like Chevy Chase walk out to his car and being like, fuck. Yeah. You know what, then? That's a good question. You know what? His, cir- his circle wasn't any good. Goot's circle wasn't any good. I mean, what? I mean, a lot of the movies he was in, there were a lot of silly stuff. I mean, I guess didn't have like that, the, the Brack Pack SNL kind of group that can keep all you, all your buddies are talented. They're all keeping you in the circle. They're keeping you in the loop as far as all these great scripts. Maybe that, you know, maybe just didn't have a good circle. Well, you the, know? And, and there was never the movie, right? That Gutenberg's name was bigger than the title. Where it's just like, we got to see Gutenberg. Like, Gutenberg shows up and shit, but it's never like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to see the Goot. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's fucking date night. We're going to see Goot right now. It's Goot. The, the, Goot. the, Goots, is in, uh, the Goots is in Cocoon. Doesn't headline Cocoon. No. Yeah. Cocoon's good, though. That's Ron Howard. You'd think that. You'd think Come so. Come on, Ron. Give me, in, give me a shot in Apollo 13. Get Kevin Bacon <laughs> out of there and put, put me in. It's you the know? Goot. It's good. What happened? Why is my number blocked? It's the goot. No, he knows <laughs> you. It's the goot. You, you know me, Ron. You know me. <laughs> wait. Right, exactly. I can be a fucking astronaut. Maybe he's just, maybe he's just a dickhead. Maybe we haven't factored that into it. That could be true. Maybe the goot. Maybe the yeah, goot's a dickhead. We like I don't to, see it. We like to walk on the peninsula sometimes. Call a shot. I don't see it. We'll see I don't it. see it. Uh, all right, let's. I don't uh, see it either. I'm like just one saying. to five air horns. Let's go right now. We we sound them off at the same time. Uh, five is the max. One zero is the men, but right now <laughs> silence is, is the, the men. men. <laughs> All right. And we'll start at three, two, one. Yeah, G four L, Goots for life. Goots for life. Do you give it four? Uh, I'm going four because um, when I was a yeah. kid. But you can. My cousin, a cousin, and I would watch this show on a surf on a cycle every time. We'd be like, "Oh my God, please, guy, he's on. Put it on." We'd watch it. And by the way, we didn't even bring up the the Blue Oyster Bar. Funniest part. I just thought it was fun. I didn't. The really dance scene was it. hysterical. I didn't really get it when I was a kid. I just thought it was funny to see men dancing with each other. I thought it was funny. <laughs> you know, you know. It, and my cousin and I would like dance around like that, like ballroom style, because we thought it was funny. You know. <laughs> uh, all right. Would Would you get most awesome? I gave it two. I gave it two. I gave it two. It's a it's a wild movie. It's yeah. it's so so eighties. Yeah. It's First rolling, of, bro. I'm glad we didn't even go into quotables because there's nothing you can quote in this. Movie. No, no, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a big thing of don't touch. Speaking of that, let's move on. Neapolitan showdown. Banger, uh, you stick around and judge it. Yes, please. All right, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Our Neapolitan Showdown What started out as judging ice cream flavors Has turned into the, the rage of the world Right now we're doing best 
donuts. Top three best donuts. We got Banger, 2019 emailer of the year on the pod. He's going to judge it for us, which do nice. I know most Austin's really excited because I usually do the scoring. We'll figure yeah. it out. Um, right now, uh, coming out of the gate, I'm going to go with my number three. I'm going to do. I want just I want a cake donut. I want chocolate on top of it, and I want like that that nut sprinkle, like the what are those almonds? Is it almonds? It's, yeah. Give me give me cake donut. Give me vanilla cake donut, chocolate icing. And then that's oh okay all right going yeah going right out of the gate very specific yeah i just i know that donut i know that donut. I can, I like I, that. we all know that donut and i'm glad you brought it i'm glad you brought up the cake donut versus like the yeast or raised donut right i'm, I'm glad you're very specific yeah. that there's two are you a cake i'm man? a cake dude it's cake dense man? i like it i'm dense i like it so i want the cake donut um i'm gonna go with the old-fashioned do you guys ever go to the cider mill like growing up as kids you guys ever have that yeah yeah we have one actually like yeah not too far i mean i think it's like a 20 minute yeah. drive from here so yeah, absolutely it's great apple cider don- oh, donuts with a little bit yes. of that like i don't know if it's like cinnamon or what it is on it just enough to get on your fingers a nice little cup of warm apple cider to go with it the apple cider donut my number three fucking brings me back Oh, how do you score it? Going with Paul on this. Most awesome on this one. Because, uh, first, well, that's a nail. That's totally, like, dug into the local. It's just, like, I've never driven 30 minutes to get a, a cake donut with chocolate and nuts on it. I have driven yeah. 30 minutes to go get the cider mill. Now, there are other things going on at the cider mill besides just cider. donuts. Yeah, you know, you got, you got cider. You got all, you know, but so – uh, I gotta go with that. Um, That's fair. What's the most What's the most donuts you guys have eaten in one sitting? In one sitting. I don't see how I. I don't see how I've gone more than. I'm sure I'd like to think I've eaten more than two donuts, but I'd be shocked if I've ever eaten more than two. I don't think I've done more than two. What's well, awesome? If you just like, you don't like. I don't think you're a super sweet guy, but like I could yeah. picture just one day that could away from you that you just, like, you fucking. <laughs> Fucking no comment, no comment with you. Fucking two, get out of here. Out of, you have not. I mean, what are you? Are you more likely to have three donuts or three bowls of cereal? Oh, three donuts for sure. Well, I, I I also work in an environment where people get donuts on the regular, and uh, it's a yeah. tough spot, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, it's just like it, it's it's like a a mobile fat man's treat. Like it's just easy to get faster than it because you just take it. It's just like you still answer your cell phone with the other hand, but you can still yeah. be donating. Like cereal, like you're sitting there, like you're in front of it. But like donuts, is just like yeah, maybe like I, I don't remember if I had the one cake, last fifteen the, minutes. The Let cake do donut pauses a very big problem where the little bit of cake kind of crumbles off, yes. falls off, hits the the floor of the office, and you're like, do I get this? Am I that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so I pull it up and, you know, I'm not going to fucking play like I, I, I've never gone after it, you know. Okay, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> I'm not going to deny it. We'll jump to number two real fast. But first, like, are, are you guys also like, uh, don't people dip donuts in a do. coffee? That is That's a, a thing. thing it's, right? a, it's a fucking gross so thing weird. to me. Yeah, yeah. This, it's so bizarre. Like, I guess. I mean, I've done it. I've dipped a donut in milk. Uh, yeah, coffee. I've never, I've never done. I've never done that. In milk in the last 10 years, Bing? Uh, uh last 10 years probably not do, do you drink a but cup i'm not gonna of milk? say i haven't do you drink a cup of milk have you no 
Uh, with, but well, I have actually. You know what? I have milk more than I realized. So I'm a I'm a sweets guy. I know I don't know if I don't know if I can't think Brandon. I don't think you are a sweets guy, right? I mean, you're a sweets guy. Yeah, you're right. I'm a I could eat ice cream every yeah. fucking day. I could eat candy and cake and brownies and cookies. I have to, it's a fight every night at nine o'clock to not have something like that, and it just it goes great. Now when I have milk, when I say you say a cup of milk, no, I don't have a cup of milk. Right. I probably have a I probably pour about the equivalent of like a shot enough to where if you got your, you think about a coffee cup enough to where I can drop a whole cookie in there once soak it up, eat my milk and cookies and do another cookie <laughs> to soak up just enough. So whatever the amount of milk is that gets soaked into two cookies, that's how much milk I will have. Well, let's do this real fast, but you're, you're not a fat. Right? <laughs> You're, you're not a, a fat guy. guy? I know. But I mean, you're, you're not having a PH. <laughs> Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> You've never been like, uh, I look at a mirror, like I go on a jog. I remember like, I, I think I remember like getting what, like ready for your wedding or something, but it's not like, uh, you don't have to lose weight. Like you don't like. No, don't no, it's been a long time. Fat. Since I was like 18. I haven't been heavy like that since I was like 18 years old. When I was a kid, I mean, I, I grew up on fast food. Like, I'm not joking. I ate nothing but fast food till I was like 19 years old, uh, 18 years old. And I knew that spring break was coming. My senior year in college, no, I'm sorry, high school. It was December. It was my birthday. My mom gave me a membership to a gym because she knew that I want, I was like, oh, well, I want to get in shape. I want to, you know. Right. And she gave me a membership to the Oakland Park Athletic Club. Yeah, I lost like 40 pounds in three months. <laughs> to get, yeah, I'm not joking. <laughs> to get in shape for spring, for March, <laughs> to go to Cancun. That was the last time. I mean, I think I, you know, everybody, everybody gets fat in college for a little bit. Hey, a little 40 while, pounds in three months. We were like 22. 18. Uh, 18. No, I was yeah. 18 years old. This is a chili diet. I told you about this. I ate nothing every day. I had chili every single day. I didn't eat lunch. I ate chili every single night. And that was it. I did that for four months. <laughs> you fucking Jared Chili? I did. I was the Jared of Chili. They had the camera on me, and I was sitting there with my bowl of chili. You know. Oh, uh, all right, number two, number two, donut. <laughs> Unfortunately, don't have a chili donut on here. I definitely the chili donut. Oh, oh my Lord. god. Actually, that's that doesn't sound that bad. All right, I, 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 I did uh, Krispy Kreme. Wait, wait, it's uh, I'll go one to zero. One okay, to zero, go, just to go. keep it simple Beautiful. for now. Yeah, crispy cream, crispy cream. Let's not let's not complicate it. Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah, you could pound crispy creams pretty easily. Um, I'm gonna go with the like. I'm so I love. I'm so much into the cake family. The old fashioned, which is the one that's kind of like, usually they're fully grazed. Usually they're like the sour cream old fashioned ones. Those are like the quintessential Dunkin' Donuts um i love those they're 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 easy to to procure you can get them anywhere uh and they're hard to fuck up yeah old-fashioned yeah they're hard to fuck that's fair that's fair so i purposely didn't say in the last one for the number three that i act i'm not a huge cake donut person i mean i'll eat them but it is not too much on my uh, i it would i have it has to be 4 30 like you said 4 30 you're at work going to the office if you remember yeah. what that was, going to an office. 
And the cake donuts there is like, all right, I'm starving. I'll go ahead and eat it. But no, I'm not a huge cake donut fan. And Krispy Kreme, that's, those are the donuts where you sit there and, and when you talk about how many donuts have you eaten, because yeah. they're not very no. big. No. You know, you eat one and it's like, you know what, that was really good. I could probably, I could probably yeah. squeeze another one down really fast. <laughs> and, you know, and so, yes, that's, so uh, I, I got to go. You get like two down yeah. and you're just like, you know what, I don't remember what it tastes like. I should return to this. Right. I ate like a third and just like well, I couldn't yeah. do four, but I'll just I'll do the, uh, I'll do a walking four would be, he, I'll take this. Bing eats yeah, four. his third one. He's like, Hey look, tonight I gotta go back to Chile. I gotta I gotta, I gotta cut this <laughs> I gotta out. To Chile. I gotta eat healthy. I, uh, it's chili know, time. Dedicated. I don't know. What have I become? What have I become? That was two I you need two donuts. Uh so we're going so brand brand uh most uh, brand Dan is up two to one. Two to one. You know, two points oh, for two donuts. Uh, right. going into the top spot all right this is the top spot i take very yes. seriously and this is by no question my favorite donut in the world and even if i'm not in the mood to be fat i'll still eat it give me the chocolate glaze long yeah. john with the vanilla cream yes, in the dude. middle <sighs> like is, is that is that bavarian cream is it vanilla pudding bavarian cream but is that the same as vanilla pudding it tastes exactly the same no is it different? Oh, you're t- you're uh, talking like the Boston so. cream filling in that, like that one. That's the Boston cream filling. Yes, I want the very good. Yeah, I want the vanilla. Yes, yes, yes. very good, Paul. I'm gonna give you one point for Thank saying you. that. Thank you. I'm gonna <laughs> right now. dig myself out of the hole. That's the Boston cream. The Bavarian cream, I think, is that's different. Yeah, I but- think. Okay, well, nobody knew. Like, I, I remember also going to donut shop. Like, you'd have to look to where you saw the little, the little butthole. Yes. yes. And you, you and gotta, like, you gotta line up like, with the bunghole to see like which one is it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a dog <laughs> sniffing <laughs> around. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So, <laughs> yeah, don't give me caramel on top of it. That's my number one. What do you I'm, got? I'm fucking. I love you so much. I have Long John with frosting. Now, I like the chocolate, but I'm not a big like boston cream filling guy give me the actual like frosting frosting like the the whip in there give oh, me that one oh, that's like yeah. a pure sugar infection oh, and i it's love so it. fucking I love good it. dr it. mrs the commish big big believer in the boston cream that's her jam that's her fucking favorite <laughs> don't bring your wife just for bonus points yeah, yeah. i'm not trying to, no, no 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 i'm just saying i'm just saying we're we're a, we're a divided doing. house of donuts like we just split it up but the fucking long john is the shit it's more it's the most donut it's long john it's also it's like it is the most donut sandwich so it, like yeah. it feels right it's a lot of donut the little thing on top like you ever got caught donut. you ever got caught score? oh sorry you ever get caught when the when it blobs out it comes too heavy or you bite oh, and I like know. it separates and oh, that's like that's a fucking mess dude that's yeah which is which is <laughs> which is a really tough thing. So that that's the only thing is like it's not as mobile, but it's one of those things. that's just like I'll yeah, I'll take the shrapnel if I have to. Like let me <laughs> shrapnel. That's why. Well, that's why God gave us thumbs. You go down, you you <laughs> sop it off whatever your pants <laughs> right. or whatever. You just lick it just, off the floor. We're good. Know, Let's move. Keep like it I'm moving. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Oh, geez, folks. That's well. All right. So that's a push. So I have to go tiebreaker oh, question. Ooh. Uh, yes or no on a jelly donut? Uh, Brandana says not a yeah, chance in hell. No, it's a no. No fuck way. I hate that. I hate jelly donuts. Go go deeper into right, the well, back. We got. Uh, I think we gotta go. I don't mean it's a. That's a push, fellas. I can't. What one? But one. 
I can't go one long john over the other. Okay, well, let's do topping. I'll do topping chocolate. It sounds like most awesome would be okay. You know what? Here, here's how you do the tiebreaker. Chocolate or maple? Chocolate or maple? Chocolate. Oh, wait, wait, no. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'll wait, do wait. maple. I, I like a maple. <laughs> <laughs> you raised a question well, like it would help. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was going to – I was yeah, – you know what? I was going to – I actually loaded that question saying, oh, it's, it's by far, it's maple. But I was like, well, wait a minute chocolate with the bavarian cream or the or the boss no it has to be chocolate so i got it all right by literally one scoop off the jeans one scoop of chocolate off the jeans going with brandon all right i win by 50 calories all right brandon the gambling corner bring us to the jam Guys, you listened. We've done this for two years straight. This is our third year. Uh, we're doing eight sessions of the over-unders. We have Banger, 2019 email of the year. Join us for this. We are tackling the AFC North. This is session two of eight. Uh, they are playing the NFC East and the uh, AFC East. No, NFC East and AFC, AFC West. Yeah, you're right. You're right? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. NFC East. Yeah. NFC East. AFC West. Sorry, can't wait to edit that out. Uh, so what, um, Bing, you can respond. You can guess if you want to, but um, most awesome is going to give me the team. I'm going to say what I have my over under at. They're going to debate that based on their schedule. Most awesome. What team do you want to come out of the Ooh, game? With? Uh, we'll go with the team, the Cincinnati Bengals, who had the number one draft pick and took Joe Burrow. Where do you see them at, B, for the over under? So the bank is a little weird, right? Like, so they had uh, let go of Dalton. Yep. So where's Dalton at now? Dallas, uh, yeah. Cowboys took a, took yeah, Dallas. Big money right. for uh, a backup spot. So this goes this goes in the classic uh, team rebuilding, getting a rookie quarterback, playing a division that's it's not a sick type division like right. we did uh, last week, but it still is. There's teams that are obviously going to win the game with Ravens. I have the Bengals. Over under six Ooh, games. Just a skosh over as of uh, July 4th, it was five and a half games. Yeah. Five and a half. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I almost want I almost wanted to tick up right now. Uh, do we have this right or what are you seeing most awesome? I think it's I think I'd I, I would I'd stay away if not to take the under on this because I don't like here's what I don't like. New brand new quarterback, rookie quarterback, right? With no no rapport, no nothing with the offense. A second-year coach who's basically still trying to figure out in Zach Taylor. And in a, I think, like a, a semi-competitive or at least competent division. And also they have their first – four of their first six games are on the road. So if we're looking at it from that standpoint, like that gets in – that gets us like two and four at best – now we're looking toward the future a little bit. Like, all right, how do we just maximize our draft pick? So I don't like – and it's not like their second half of the schedule is all that great either. Uh, I, I would say under. No, it's, it's, 
yeah, I, I would say that too. I think some of the wild card games, like they have, um, we mean wild card games by, if you guys don't have the division broken down, like you play one division in your conference, you play another division in your conference, obviously you play your division in your conference, and then there's two games that are just kind of like hung out there dry. And one of those games are the Houston Texans, which uh, is not something you want to do, especially on the yeah. road there. So it goes in this thing too. Like, doesn't it fizzle out? Most awesome. Like when you're playing, um, when you're a young team trying to rebuild, like, and you're not looking to actually win again the postseason this season. When you start like kind of losing those games, it becomes less of a factor of you actually trying to get W's on the board, and more of a factor of just like trying a thing to get your rookie quarterback. Yeah, you're just trying to build rapport and figure out what works. Uh, try and like not get your quarter, your star quarterback killed. Like their offensive line is not great. I know they brought in a lot of guys uh, into that, you know, and they had Jonah Williams coming back, who they lost at the beginning of the year. But yeah, you're just trying to build rapport in the second half of the season. I mean, you're you're at Pittsburgh, at Washington, home for the Giants, Miami at away, Dallas, Pittsburgh, Houston, yeah. Baltimore. I mean, those are all potentially, and not to bury the lead on Pittsburgh, those are four teams gunning for the playoffs towards the end, right? So it's like, yeah. Pittsburgh's going to be really interesting, really interesting yeah. to see. And I, I know we'll get there. Go ahead, finish. No, up. no. So I just look at it and it's like, if I start off two and three and six before my bye week, uh, or three and five before my bye week, it's like, what what are we playing for? What are we fucking doing here? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bing, is there anything exciting you're expecting for the Bengals? Or is this just like a team that's going to be like, oh, it's on the schedule. I got to turn the station. No, it's under. I don't even. Joe Burrow does nothing. Yeah. For me, amazing, amazing season. Congrats, you know, con- amazing accomplishment last year. But I mean, I'm sorry. To me, he's totally another like Trubisky, type, like one year. Yeah. Oh no, I think it's. I think he's gonna be terrible. I think he's gonna be totally. I mean, like Trubisky two point. Can you be a two point no. oh? <laughs> yeah, like, like what is that? Right? Like some. If you if you don't think he's gonna. It, I don't know if you could be an upgrade version of right. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, it would have to be lower if you're anywhere near on right. that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, or better at being the right. worst. Yeah. Yeah. How does, when, that, how does yeah, that work? Do, Should it be a downgrade? Yeah, when they do like the software updates, you're like, what is that one? Like <laughs> 20.1? What is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, don't, do, I don't expect. Honestly, I expect I nothing from him. I do very much agree with you being on the hype surrounding Joe Burrow. We look at all the touchdowns. Uh, it's one hit, hit one wonder. It was a fantastic year, but it all came together. If you look at the, the, the 2018 tape, his junior year, first year starting at LSU, and then his second, his senior year, his second year with LSU, it's tale of two Joe Burrows, not the same guy. Not the 18 wasn't the number one overall pick. And then now you've got Joe Brady, who was the passing game coordinator who's moved on to the Carolina Panthers uh, from LSU to now uh, uh, Carolina. Um, no, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this goes. And Zach Taylor's a smart guy, the head coach for the, for the Bengals, but it's just going to be a lot to download. Is it Zach Taylor? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. It's just going to be a lot to download to a rookie quarterback in the midst where you can't build rapport with your wide receivers. All right. Basically. Can't blame him though. Can't, of yeah, course. Take them. Yeah. Based on Can't contracts, play. that's as much time as we can yeah, get. This is a, this is a nice. talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Second team, what do you uh, got? Let's talk about the Steelers. Oh, so this is hard. 
this was a hard line for me to set. So again, we talked about like they may play the Chiefs. Obviously, they've got to play the Ravens twice. Uh, we're seeing Big Ben come back. Is he at the end? Is he able to fire back up? Shit, I always do this. I'm going to change it in real time. <laughs> I have at seven and a half. I'm going to go to Oof. eight. I'll put it. At eight. It is at nine. It that seems fair. Yeah. Nine. That's nine. That's too high. Uh, it's all contingent on Roethlisberger. Schedule. It's all what contingent it? on Roethlisberger. Yeah. How he comes back is yeah. is everything. Yeah, it's it's all it's all Roethlisberger. I mean, they have um, so they have like a little stretch here, which gets weird. Uh, you know, they have to they have to play the Bills. I, I don't I don't love this. So the Eagles at home, the Browns at home which is fine. So we're looking, we're looking like, I think that's like week four. That's after they've already done like the Broncos and the Texans, uh, Baltimore Ravens at Baltimore and they come off the bye, And then they do the Cowboys at Cowboys. Like I, I just see a quick, I see a quick four losses that I can eliminate in the first three quarters of the season. That's what I say about that. I mean, honestly, if they can roll through, that's pretty yeah. tough. That's a pretty hyped schedule right there as far as, like, big marquee names. and what. If they can get through that, I mean, I don't know if this is Roethlisberger's last year, but if they're rolling, like, five wins or something like that, I mean, I think the team, the city rallies around, like, I mean, that – can he play another year after this? I mean, it almost feel like, hey, man, this might be our – we got to rally here because this is probably it. I don't know how much longer that dude can play. Yeah, what is it? It's like, he's my age, but he's also – he plays differently. So he's not going to have – like, he's not going to creep into the Brady numbers where he's just like, I got to play the yeah. – Yeah, he'll get hurt. Yeah, he'll, he's willing to get, like, his spine. Yeah, like, he's, Go ahead. he's taken a ton of abuse. The offensive line is pretty solid. The biggest thing for me on this is, like, they paid pretty well, and they had dog shit quarterbacks – and Mason Rudolph yeah, and Delvin true. Duck Hodges. Like, that's who their two quarterbacks were. And they couldn't – it's not like they ran the ball particularly well either. So they just grinded it out. Their defense is better than I think people remember. And I know people always come to but I think, I, But also, I think they got some Ws from an easy division. Like, obviously, the Ravens, yeah. but it's like they had the Bengals and the Browns. Yeah, for like sure. The Browns were underperforming. Like, that's yeah. – For sure. That's like some right there. Like the just level of competition last year wasn't like on par. Like I think what was that week? Was that week one or week two game that just oh they beat the Patriots right? Or they smoked the Patriots? I think like week two they smoked. The I Patriots. remember that. Wasn't that didn't Ross didn't Ross go out? He went, that game? Get, he went yeah. out. I think yeah. He went out really game after that. Yeah. Did they beat the Patriots? No, I think the Patriots beat them. They looked terrible in that game, if I remember right. Maybe it was that. Yeah, it was but that. but the point yeah. the point of the matter is is their offense was like, that. Is the big hype was they lost Antonio Brown, then he went there and he bounced it like a yep. double headache and all of the pressure was all on Juju Smith, uh, Schuster Smith, Smith Schuster, and he had a terrible he had a terrible season last year. No, you're you're totally right. It was uh, oh. it was it was week one and the Patriots won. Yeah, to they three. it was like a fucking bloodbath. We're like, but. You know, but they also switch offensive coordinators, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. But they still finished for as bad as that season was. They still finished eight and eight, which I think is a testament to coaching, yeah. which was totally crazy. Because we were all like, "You're nuts what? giving up a first round draft pick for fucking Minka Fitzpatrick with the with the uh, with the Dolphins." Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That was a big trade because it looked like they were. So I think I think it's over for the Steelers. We'll see. 
but uh, I'll definitely, I, I would put my money. This is, this still stay away from me because the number seems kind of right because the Steelers just can't, of course, of course they could sweep the Browns and sweep the Bengals. And then that, that's just like a quick four wins right there. Like, of course they could. So like, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I would, I, I think eight and eight is another thing. I mean, I just, you know, Tomlin is such a good coach, right? We, we under, we undervalue that it's part division, but we could say that about Belichick and the AFC East as well too. But like nine win, if it creeped up to like nine and a half, that's where I start maybe kind of, you know, looking at it a little bit more, you know, but I think this is squarely a 500 team, but you know, you could, I forget who said it, but they were talking about like, could this be just the final like run for Roethlisberger? And we're like, fuck it. Like we're all in, we got to go and and put our chips in the middle and go for it. But I would say stay away as well too. Yeah. It wasn't me that said it. All right. What's the next team? <laughs> right, right. Uh, we'll go, we'll go with uh, Baker Batfield. No, he's, he's since yeah. lost that title. The Cleveland Browns. <laughs> this is so tricky and it's so corny. I got it at eight games. You're very close, sir. It's eight and a half. Yeah. I think they're, they, they, they give that bump because it's still like there's still a little Mab field just like kind of rubbed to it. But look we, at it. Like, I think we, I think we artificially have... inflated that number. That's on us. <laughs> we did. <no. laughs> we blown ourselves. But if, if I look at this right now, like here, here's what I'm excited. So it's just like obviously um, I'm schedule right now. You're good. Sorry, they guys. got they're away at Baltimore. I got it in front of me. They're away at Baltimore. Okay, yeah. They're, they have home for Cincy, home for Washington. So those effectively could be two dubs. Away for Dallas, home for Indy, away for Pin, uh, Pitt, Cincy, yeah. uh, home for the Raiders, and then nine week nine bye week. Then they've got uh, Houston at home, Philly at home, Jacksonville on the road, Tennessee. At Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. So at Dallas, at Tennessee is a problem. Baltimore twice is a problem. Well, right. Um, in division, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big, big problem. Right. Yeah. But it's also like, um, I don't know, like at the Jets and Finishing, I, I think we, I, I think we just take our tail. We talk too much about just like the difficulty of the schedule. It's just like, what are we going to see? Are we going to see the Cleveland Browns team we expected to see in 2019, or are we going to see like the Browns team that we saw in 2019? And if we see the Browns team that we saw in 2019, like there's no way they're clearing nine games. No. There's no way. I mean, and we've got a coaching change, right? So we're away from Freddie. Keep my keep my laundry in a trash bag kitchens, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know Kevin's what is it? Stefanowski, Stefanowski, the offensive coordinator from Minnesota. So it's like, are they going to go a little run heavy and try to try and take the pressure off Madfield? Uh, probably. You know, but I, to me personally, I think this is a stay away just because, again, I'm going to go back to no offseason, really new head coaching. It's going to a lot to, to, you know, we're now on our for Mabfield, we're a third head coach, potentially third offensive system. I would stay away. Is it implausible that they could go nine and seven? No, not at all. There's a ton of talent on that team, but. Yeah, at eight and a half or even eight games, I fucking that number scares me. I wouldn't want to touch it. No, you behind it. Um, all right, we'll go to oh, well, Bing, real fast. Do you agree? Is there a thing out of the Browns you're expecting, or expecting them to be the 2019 Browns you wanted to see in 2020, or are they going to just keep fucking stepping on their own feet? 
I actually think they'll be a little, they'll be better, which isn't right. saying much. They were shit last year. They'll be better. I mean, their offensive line, they did try to make moves on it. When you really, I don't know. And I don't know much about much, but I think how much more talent does Baker need to be a successful quarterback? Yeah. You know, I mean, the running game is there. The line, I don't know. I mean, the line, I mean, they right. at least are trying. They have made additions to it. Wide receivers right. are off the charts. I don't know what else more right. you need. You, you got to start doing something yeah. now, you know? So it's like, I, they have to get a little bit right. better. And, it, and Joku, the tight end, is like, I think, demanding a trade too, which will be interesting to see how that all plays out. They got that other tight end too. Who was that? Hooper. Austin Hooper, right. Yeah, you're right. The, got, yeah, and they got Jack yeah. Conklin from the Tennessee Titans. That'll be interesting. Yeah, that the, oh. the big right tackle. So I think, I think they be will be right. But, yeah, but it'll but be interesting to see. They'll suck. All right, America's darling. Let's get into it. I got to imagine the Ravens are coming in probably top three projected team in the NFL. Uh, look at my number again. I always – I feel like before we get on the podcast, I'm so confident about the numbers. It's what it's I'm, what Mab does to us all. It makes us fucking – it makes us shake a little bit. <laughs> um <laughs> – Ravens are it makes tough. me sweat. I don't. It makes me sweat. I don't hate their schedule. I'm looking at a, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a week six to ten, like uh, at the Redskins, Bengals at Philadelphia, um, home uh, hosting the Steelers before their bye, and then going to at the Colts. I don't hate that. So I think I think the Vegas number has to be a little higher than it should. I'm going to put it at ten. Ooh, eleven and a half, my friend. Oh my god, that's too high. That's too high. That's too high. That's too high. I almost went ten. What they, they do? What I almost they do, went thirteen and three last year. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty. I'm, I'm almost pretty sure positive. Thirteen and three. The most aggressive team on fourth down. The most analytic driven team in the NFL. John Harbaugh has proven to be a good coach, and you have the reigning MVP. Sorry, Pat Mahomes. He's. 14 or 2. 14 they went 14 right. and 2. So I'm a fucking idiot. Did I'm they really? Idiot. Oh my god. How, yeah, That's amazing. 14 and 2. Lamar Jackson. What is 0 and 2 in the right. Oh, well, that's right. That's right. But big trust Just coming saying. back. You, you don't think he's a 12 and 4. This is, you don't think he's a 12 and 4. You think this is a 10 and 6. He's, he's, okay. So here's here's my thing. I I'm, I'm going to talk to you about like setting the stock market. So here's right. what I see. I see Patrick Holmes is a different kind of quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I feel like we figure out the Lamar Jackson quarterback types. I feel like there's a lot of tape going down, and I feel like once you kind of get into what he does and you disrupt it, like there's not a lot of answers. And I'm not trying to talk down to Lamar Jackson. I think he I think he is a talent, but I think I've seen it so many times with these not pocket passers when they just get disrupted a little bit, or it just seems it's just like, oh well, what what happened to them? And it's just like all the teams got the tape and they know exactly like their go-to and they have enough time to disrupt it. Those playoff teams know they're there for a reason, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not suggesting Lamar Jackson isn't going to be a good playoff quarterback. I mean, give me, give it, dude, right. a little bit of a break. You know, he's just two games for God's sakes. But you get, I mean, those tough teams, they don't fuck around. They know how, they know how to play you. You got to make a play in the air, by the way. And this I mean, is, I mean, like, this is, I'm also being totally unfair. Like, I watched him, like, towards the Patriots. Like, they, they should have went further, and they just, like, whatever the Titans had their number that day. 
I just I see this kind of game go down over and over again where it's just like, oh, this is the guy that's going to be the next level and it sure. doesn't happen. I think you get a little bit of tape, like you can pressure him a little bit and just like now, now we have just research on him. So his like win ability is not going to be quite as high. And I think it matters in games like week three against the Chiefs. You know, you know what I mean? Ooh, that's like good. That's there good you go, shit. Oh, God, alert. I'm so excited. Dallas Cowboys, so right? But like Giants, Cincy, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, a little bit, Indy, maybe. I mean, th- this is a yeah, very right. winnable get, get schedule. A... I'm, I, you don't you're trust right. big. I big trust. Give me that over. Yeah, you're gonna take. What is the over? The over ten and a half, and you're taking I'm it. I'm taking eleven and a half. I'm going twelve and four. Big trust. I think they win twelve, 12 games. games. That's a lot of wins. All right. That, I mean, what? The yeah. Spangles and the Bramp, please. I get yeah, their last four games is at Cleveland, hosted Jacksonville, hosting the Giants, and then at <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll right, be exactly. fine. They're <laughs> a play, they're the most complete team in this division. They're like minus two ninety, I think, to win the division. I think they get there. I think, you know, you're you're looking I mean uh, eleven and five, maybe, sure. But I, I give me give it to me. I'm gonna I gotta be bold. All right, we'll try to guide your map dollars. If you guys have any ideas on the I other, knew, you were, you were you under though. Were you under? Just so I can officially write this down, B. Sorry. Oh yeah, you want to officially write down? Good. You do need to write down. Let's remember to call me out. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm officially going to take. What? It's eleven and eleven a and a half, B. That's yes, pretty high for I'm the regular, taking, right? I'm, I mean, that's. I'm taking the under. No map dollars. I'm and the map dollars is on the bank. The bangs. The bang bangs. <laughs> uh. Like I was saying, it's just an email at mbsportspodcast.com. <laughs> been episode 124. It's so great to have email of the year. Banger. Bang Madigan on the podcast. Just showing his light. Thanks, brother. Thanks for doing that. Uh, healthy day night. Appreciate it. MVP of the week. Who do you got most off? Oh, I'm going to go. Why not Patty Mahomes, baby? Getting that money. That's yeah. what I got. Oh, man. I love it. Getting I love it. Money, Everybody gets a like that. We also... We kind of do rating MVP. Fuck you, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> we just we lean into our audience. We know our crowd. Uh, <laughs> I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Folks, come check out our Podlease Academy. I am Mab Honey. Uh, 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 uh,